Hello and welcome to another episode of the Still in the Box podcast. I am one of your co-hosts, Silentu, and this is my other co-host, Hani. Hi, I'm Hawa. <laughs> Hello, everyone. <laughs> Just using our fake names for banter, retro week, throwback to the time, <laughs> to the time when we were anonymous. Yeah, so welcome I, back to... There was a time a... that I lived in, the first like, six months I lived in London, Yeah, my name alternated between Hani, Halima, and I think Hafsa, and I kept forgetting yeah. who I told what, which name, <laughs> and it was a mess. Like, your, multi- your multiple personalities were just kind of competing <laughs> for being in the forefront, and that's how it pretty, pretty much. Yeah. Oh my God. All right, well, welcome back to one of your personalities, Annie. <laughs> yeah, so hopefully settling down for a slightly more calmer episode than the last one. I think we had a little bit too much fun filming that one. <laughs> If you know, you know. <laughs> if you don't, thank God. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, um, talking about, you know, very obvious topic, talking about the one thing that has been on everybody's minds lately, the one scandal involving a very prestigious family. Of course, we're talking about the Monica Lewinsky scandal. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Uh, obviously, of course, Meghan Markle front and center in the news. Meghan Markle, Harry, uh, Piers Morgan. And, uh, <laughs> good riddance is all I have to say about that and yeah so off the cuff what do you think oh my god there's nothing more I love in the world than a pop culture slash royal family slash like cultural commentary drama yeah. and this mm-hmm. delivers on every front oh my god like she is so me to the T Yes. And I love it. Is it is you to the team. <laughs> it really is. And I love that. Like they're talking about class, they're talking about race, yeah. they're talking about rich people problems. It was yes. like this is juicy. This is my sort of juicy. I loved the, the interview. I thought it was really entertaining. And obviously, mm. there's a sad part. Let me not just trivialize the whole thing. But yeah. there was a lot of interesting stuff in there. I don't know how you want to go about it. Do you want to talk about the things I thought were questionable, slightly, you know, question marks around, asterisk around there, and things we liked? Or do you want to do mm. we like? And how about, like, first of all, completely agree. I found it incredibly, incredibly entertaining. I, like, got through. It was an absolute breeze to get through. I didn't think like, that, yeah. oh, my God, I don't want to listen to this. Literally, it was entertaining. One, one, almost said plot point, but that's not exactly right. But, like, one beat after the other. Um, how about, you know, like your key points, like what was for you the one thing that you were like, you know, you you identified with the most and you gravitate with the most? Because let's be honest, you know, this is rich people and their problems. Yeah. It doesn't really apply to us. But in terms of, you know, let's use this in our real life. What was your one takeaway, your one thing? Uh, I can't I can't even summarize one thing. Um, Multiple things then. things. Uh, first of all, I just want to say there were apparently there is a three hours and a bit of recording of this. I oh. want whoever can blackmail Oprah to release that to Hell blackmail yes. her to release that. Because I think we could just kindly ask her how we don't have to get violent here. <laughs> <laughs> we could just ask. <laughs> My extreme tendency is showing. But no, I think it will be easy, easy watch. Um, the whole yeah. thing will be really entertaining and I want to see all of it. I want to see the unedited cut of this. But the things that strike in for me is one, Harry has always hated that family <laughs> and this was <laughs> there is one conspiracy theory in this world i am a rational that he's not person but there's not charles conspiracy son. theory in this world i'm not gonna say it just so that i can save my job but 
if you know that conspiracy theory about the royal family yeah it's 100 true and i 100 believe it and i think <laughs> harry blames that family for yeah. it and he is he is just hates them and hates their guts and then i'm not gonna say like he you know plotted to get a mixed race woman to marry her no but it's it's very much we say you know but... with that with that we very much say like we have a phrase that says he he was just waiting for the right for the right touch or just yeah. waiting for one touch to go off yeah. and clearly he just wanted like you just wanted an excuse and he found it in megan and now he's just like <laughs> oh my god so he's the like the numerology around diana with this it's just oh he yeah. is the but second son of the future king mm -hmm. and he's, he's going to be the brother of the king future king and he somehow acted surprised <laughs> that he would bring in a a woman who's slightly older than him an actress an american african-american and who's who's divorced who's very different from the rest of the family and he was mm. surprised acted surprised that his family wasn't that welcoming nor was the british press like what's yeah. about this country made him feel like a mixed race woman would be welcome that yeah. is, that was like question mark you we are not that stupid we get we get it we sympathize with you mm -hmm. but like there's an asterisk here a big asterisk because yeah he he was very well aware i would i would be surprised if, if it was genuinely surprising to him that the press were horrible to his mixed race wife yeah yeah absolutely well, agree i think it's not just like i mean with that family obviously i genuinely believe that again I'm, I want to focus more on the things that we can take away into our personal lives and I'm going to touch on that but for me it's like just that entire family and that entire institution is honestly just rotten to the core and it's obviously there's the more the racial the racial undertones that were going on with Meghan Markle yeah. and all of the nonsense that they were pulling with her and especially in comparison with Kate Middleton but there's also the fact that literally anybody who marries into that family they treat them like garbage <laughs> princess true. diana treated yeah. like garbage i think even prince philip back in the day he was considered like you know not That's the best awesome. match because like you know he was kind of you know royal he was from a royal family that had fallen out of favor in greece with the people and that was there was a whole history to do with that so he was kind of seen as lesser than fergie when she married prince andrew got got her share of bad media as well so it's just it's like a whole industry of like they have this royal family that they're propping up that they're praising that oh they bring in the, the money they we need them for our country's backbone and they just there is an entire industry industry of tabloids and journalists just attacking any quote-unquote outsider anybody who marries into that family it is so disgusting and it is so rotten and it's just it's just done for sport and then it was only a matter of time i mean it was only a matter of time before something like something as tragic as princess diana happened where she was you know hunted to death by the media and then to have that repeated again obviously with Meghan markle with now the racist undertones and most infuriatingly the fact that they're denying the fact that there is a yeah. clearly racist agenda which is just so so typical for this country where it's just like yes racism exists yes we know that people experience racism yes people are speaking about it all the time but the second an actual person comes out and speaks out about it racism no how dare you and it's just like oh for god's sake yeah it's, it's absolutely someone, insane. someone described it like uh, living in england and being a racial minority is almost being like a psychosis like yeah. you see one reality and everybody else in the world the media the people you talk to your people that you interact with gaslight you into thinking that it doesn't exist you can yeah like there are people who were absolutely denying that megan had 
any kind of racist experience at all and we can like compare like for like yeah. how she was treated compared to Kate and they will absolutely deny it that is there's like you can't win you can't win with the, the thing is with this one though you can't no, well, not win, obviously, not win. But okay. I think the fact that they were so obvious and so blatant and there were so many really good examples, like you can literally dumb it down to a split screen. This article, the avocado incident, this article, that article, the holding the baby bump incident. This is how they spoke yeah. about Kate. This is how they spoke about Megan. The fact that they were so obvious and so blatant about it that you can like split it down the middle compared to you. It's honestly a win because now, like you can try and deny it and that, some people have, but the, like, have. the majority... A lot of them have, but I've seen so many like Sky News, BBC News, whatnot, pointing out that no, no, no. <laughs> and like, I think the, the head of the editor's um, guild or the editor's organization was yeah. put on blast on Sky News and was like, explain yourself. Why have you covered her this way? Kate Middleton this way and Meghan Markle this way. And he was just like, no, there's no racism. There's no this, no there's that. And it was just blatant denial and it looked cheap as hell. But yeah, so the fact that they were so blatant about it, they kind of shot themselves in the foot where it's like, you know, at least, I don't think, I at don't least be subtle. That, I don't think that even pr- helps this case at all because British people are very, very good at just denying till the day they die. Yeah, they will true. take that shit to the grave. And the, f- the collective consciousness of this country is that mm. they are not racist. There's nothing that will point that. There's no evidence that you can show them that that will make them change their mind. They are very, very happy to stand by the line and somehow... I don't know. I think they take it such a personal thing that even if you are not a person who's part of the media, if the yeah. British media is being accused of racism, they take it as a personal insult to them. Yeah. They assume that it's like your character assassinating them as a, a person. That is yeah. the collective consciousness of this country. And there's no way that when I say there's no way winning with them about racism is because there's no evidence <coughs> in the world that will con- that will anyway convince them otherwise. So and that- I mean, you want to talk about evidence, my goodness. I mean, the entire British Museum, they're littered with African artifacts that they have stolen, stolen from the continent of Africa and refused to give back. And it's just like, yeah, so that's a whole other debate. But no, like, I think, you know, I, honestly, I think the fact that she's just sitting there just putting this family on blast, obviously a lot of, um, you know, a lot of callbacks to that famous interview Princess Diana did back in the day. Yeah. Very, like, I just, I love to see it where it's just like <laughs> these do. people I, being I'm exposed very... for the rotten to the core institution that they are. Um, you, you really love to see it as a person of color. You definitely love to see it because... I think deep down we all know, and that's why I think you mentioned earlier that, you know, Meghan Markle was a little bit of an airhead by not, you know, realizing that this was going to happen. But the thing is, I think deep down we all know, like, come on, this is the royal family. Talk about somebody, like an institution that can be almost single-handedly responsible for the imperialism and colonialism and colorism issues that are going on in the continent of Africa. Almost single-handedly responsible, that entire dynasty. We know that they're racist as fuck. We know these people are progressive, but it's one thing to know it in the back of your mind, and it's another thing to have it there confirmed by a person who experienced it firsthand. And like Meghan Markle in particular, like she's the most whitest passing woman, a black woman I've ever seen in my life. Like how racist do you have to be to be bothered with Meghan Markle? So many people were saying like she didn't, I used to watch Suits back in the day when she was actress. Yeah. And it was obvious she was some white adjacent person. Like you could yeah. tell she was white, white. But you cannot, like, it's not obvious that she's half black. Yeah, I thought she was kind of Latina, half Latino or something. That's how you know blackness in general. And <coughs> like, 
being ethnic minority in itself is a political mm. thing rather than actual about yeah. biology or race in itself it is about your standing in society that's why i always find it funny when people try to paint her as this like super controlling media manipulative because to me she comes across like an airhead completely like, <laughs> she's a lovely woman but she comes yeah. across like an airhead like how on earth did you not know that a family who's responsible for so much atrocity in the world are the head of the state on the seventh richest country in the world purely because of their birth purely because they're birthed into a particular lineage of a family you didn't that they historically have been super protective to the point of incest exactly. over and you would be yeah. surprised that your half black ass would not be accepted it's literally you know like, like that the thing is, it's literally colorism got her through the door because she's white passing and racism made her leave because no yeah. matter how white passing she is, exactly. she's not white enough. You know, in all of this, in all of this drama, you know what, for me, the most important, what's it called, takeaway from the interview is, and I'm going to go on about this quite a bit. The one key thing where I was there, like, I listened to this and I was like, yeah, this woman isn't buying. She's really been through it. The incident with Kate Middleton. Yeah. Where she's like, well, it turns out, or it turns out she and Kate Middleton was the aggressor. And she just, you know, sat there, look, sat there pretty and let the black girl take the blame and look like the mean one without bothering to correct her. And that is just like to me, that literally is just you cannot make this up. Like, yes, yeah. Megan Markle, you it do so for me. So many yeah, of us all the time. Black woman and that you do now count as a woman of color. Because yes, that exact kind of dynamic of the white girl turning around, doing some sneaky ass shit, and, and then, then turning around and using it. Yes, and then crying about it, using her proximity to whiteness, using her proximity to the white patriarchy, using her proximity to power, aligning herself with the institution, siding against you and hanging you out to dry. I have experienced that. I have seen that. And that is, if you hadn't experienced it, you'd never even think to make it up because who who would even think of something that ridiculous? And again, if you don't care a single ounce about the royal family these rich people and their problems completely understand i commend the fact that you have the discipline to do something better with your time i think it's great (laughs) but i think every person of color and in particular every woman of color should pay very close attention to this dynamic between kate middleton and Meghan markle because put it this way we're told a lot of times yes the rant is coming on (laughs) Um, we're told we're told so many times about this quote-unquote sisterhood this whole you know women together women banding together in the workplace whatnot and that this so-called sisterhood never takes account for differences in race and intersectionality and this and the reason why it fails is exactly this reason you have these two women that are in such similar situations both outsiders both marrying into royalty both have you know had the media pitted against them not to the same degree but had you know weighty katie and whatnot she's been called some shit like she's been through nowhere it well. near the same though like, nowhere near the same but she can relate like the same thing at absolutely all. Yeah. nowhere near the same but she can relate they're sister-in-laws their husbands are brothers they yeah. have both experienced this oh my god we're meeting the queen they like think about how much these in common these women have and how much they could like rip over and how much they the jokes they can have and instead instead of anything they can have in common the one thing that ended up mattering the most is the one thing that they don't have in common their race and kate middleton decided that nah I'm going to side with them lot and pick on you and single you out because that that brown nosing gets me a little bit more status and I'd rather align myself with them than align myself with you. And to any woman of color in, the, in a white dominated workplace, to any woman of color in a white dominated friendship group, all I say is t- take a very close look at that dynamic. 
very relevant in life yeah very relevant it's so and that's all I have to say about that it's so triggering to see that happen and someone yeah. talk about it because we have all seen that to happen like how many times have you been in a in a especially in workplace it, I hate it when it happens in the workplace where yeah. you correct someone or you express your interest or you express something about opinion or a piece of work you guys doing together and then someone either accuses you of being aggressive not a team player or even worse cries about it and then not a team player oh that hits hard and then they turn around and you are somehow the villain in the situation that gets under my skin more than anything it's like i don't even tiptoe around white men i don't tiptoe around men at all the only group of people that i actually tiptoe around in the workplace are white women they are the ones if they turn on you you somehow just become a very very different person yeah so it's just horrible it's just rude to the teeth actually <laughs> so bad <laughs> yeah it's rude to a tea that's exactly what it is Hawa. but no <laughs> it's literally exactly and like i've seen it i haven't experienced it in the workplace as much as i'm being if i'm being honest but in university definitely 100 yeah. percent I think I mean, talking about. I think it happens more so as you get more senior, and yeah. and especially if you are working with someone who has to take not orders from you, but they have to like take what you say a lot more seriously than when yeah. you're a more junior person. And I see mm-hmm. that like since I've been promoted, I've seen that so much more, and it's somewhere slash like intimidation slash jealousy slash just being nasty for no reason and it's also it's exactly and it's also this idea of like obviously there's a totem pole and like you have white men in the workplace at kind of at the top and then after that is white women and then after that is men and then women of color and there's definitely this idea of like white women trying to reach up to the totem pole by like picking on the people below them and that's why you get kind of like that dynamic going on so yeah again if you don't give a single rat's hoot about the uh, about the patriarchy about the royal family fair enough but this kind of dynamic is very important in life and you know the fact like it's just more than anything else, it's just so shitty. So <laughs> like, imagine you made her cry and then the media attacks her because they think it's the other way around and you never bother to go correct it, to go send, like, say, a tw- send a tweet about it, write a comment about it. Have, like, in one of the 500 media appearances that they did and they got asked about this, she never bothered to just turn around to the camera and be like, oh, she, you're saying she did what? No, that's not true. Megan never did that. There, end of story. Yeah. They never bothered to do that. And all under the guise of no, 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 the royal, pa- the royal. You know that's how you know that's bullshit. The whole thing about the royal family doesn't ever reply back, or they don't. You Except know, when they're the ones that attack, exactly. not the coloured girl, the and actual royal. Th- there's been so many times that William has come forward when there's stories about him and his brother arguing that he has come forward and corrected. There's so many times that they corrected something about people saying about Kate. There have been so many times they have corrected something about Phil or even Andrew. We'll get to Andrew for a second. Oh I my God. We'll get to him. <laughs> but you know they come forward when they want to protect their one of their own and the part that Megan was saying that you know they never came to protect her her mom was seeing these stories her friends are seeing these stories it's one thing to think about you know you're rich you don't have to worry about it you live in a palace just like ignore it but it's another thing when every single person in your family and your friendship circle are reading stories that are obviously a lie about you and you can't comment and they can't comment and the people who are meant to protect you are not commenting it just leaves you in an empty room. And in a clearly biased way where they're like, no, 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 we're not commenting. Not because that's our policy. We do comment. We're just not going to comment when it's you. you. Yeah. 
And yeah, and exactly like you said, Prince Andrew, the fact that there is an actual royal, like a senior royal, out here with serious accusations of pedophilia and sex allegedly. trafficking. Allegedly. Serious alle alleged allegations of yeah. pedophilia and sex tra trafficking. And we're here discussing about like, oh, what Will said and what Kate said about Meghan Markle is just absolutely ridiculous. I mean, and like the focus of this, the amount of, like the disproportionate amount of media attention given to Meghan Markle compared to Prince Andrew just boggles my mind. It's just- is one, is one thing to just be accused of pedophilia is another thing that he uses our tax paying money to go and see his, what used to be his pedophile friend who's now dead. He used to go see and fly over to see him using yeah. the money that we fund him. Oh my god, like the fact about taxpayers, listen how ever since I started paying taxes in this country, I have developed a mouth <laughs> about topics and about what should be the and let me make this clear: the amount of taxes I pay, I pay is not even a drop in the ocean. Does that change my opinion or does no. that put it into context? I think not. <laughs> I should get a say. <laughs> Oh my god. And how this is used and I absolutely should. But yeah, yeah. Oh, oh my god. I don't god. even look at my pay slips. I just look at what comes into my account. I just think you know what's too painful. It's way too it's painful. It's too painful to look at. Oh my god. Like yeah. I think I was in, like when I first got to my graduate job, I was like calculating how much I'm gonna pay. And I was like, oh, I'm gonna be loaded. I'm gonna have so and then taxes money. came in. Not just taxes, taxes come, student loan comes up, pensions oh. come up, national insurance comes. Up. I'm like, this what the fuck council tax oh council my tax. god and when i realized i have to pay council tax i think above anything else it hurts that we have to pay council tax i know now i understand why my parents were always so angry growing up <laughs> i get it i'm so annoyed everything bills hurt man <laughs> do, do you know what's the worst part the Whoa. council this is a complete sidetracking the council actually owes me money back because we overpaid on my last flat so i have been chasing them for the last week to give me money back but when it comes to us paying them yes. the system is so easy they take money so easily but when you need the money back from them when you when they owe you credit oh my god the hoops you have to like i have to jump so many hoops to get like i didn't even get a lot of money it's like less than 200 quid when they want to take your money it's like three literally, buses. like you the infrastructure press, like, and the money's gone. Literally, the infrastructure, when you look at between the two, you get that council tax bill, you just look at it, and it's practically already paid out of your account because that's, that's how easy the only process time, is. Every Meanwhile, time I pay council tax, I know, like, I am so pissed about this. That every time I pay council tax, this is the only time I think, you know what? Being a housewife and just taking care of the kids is not that bad. <laughs> because i hate this life so much oh. <laughs> i cannot believe you know that you said that now that you said that all those anti-feminist types are going to be like coming out of the woodworks now congratulations See, this time. is why we need to learn how to edit <laughs> this is why this is why I cannot like i have to make water and electricity i know like I know. give me a break <laughs> I want to move back in with my parents. <laughs> Honestly, never ever has it been more tempting to share a room with Aisha than when I have to pay council tax. Like, honestly, I would listen to her all night if it had to. Oh my God. Does <laughs> Aisha listen to this podcast, by the way? Like, that's a bit it harsh. Thing to <laughs> that's a bit harsh. She's lovely. 
<laughs> uh, shout out to the time when I used to share a room with my sister and then I used to be the tidy one and my sister wasn't and she would always get yelled at and I'd just be sitting in the background like, oh, sucks to be. <laughs> <laughs> we're, like, we're actually the same. I'm the oldest and I'm less tidy and she's far more tidier than I am. So Well, there you go. See, it runs, it runs in the, what's it called? Oldest genes. Yeah, I guess so. You guys get more authority, you get more... You get more influence and you get less tidiness. And that's how it works. Yeah. So aside from council stack, going back to the story. Anyway, yeah. Andrew fucking hell is still walking around in this world. No consequences whatsoever. This I know is partly about race, and people do talk about it fairly about race, but it's also a lot more about gender. It is so much more about the fact that Megan is a woman and she is taking the the son of the nation that she's taking harry away from this country from like karen down the street feels like there is such a like there is such a significant group like when i tell you how there's such a significant group of white women that are so triggered by the fact that megan markle married harry because they genuinely believe that should have been them yeah that is the funniest thing yeah Yeah. if he didn't marry megan markle (laughs) an amazing looking amazing personality actress he would have ended up with you that's literally that's the circles that would have that would have happened here but no it's evident because you can compare like for like because one they are married so they are making this decision clearly together they are taking the steps to leave this country to you know they're all there maneuvering around the royal family clearly done together they seem they seem very very joined up and uh like on the same page about everything yet it's all of the blame (laughs) it's mexit it's all on me again like not as if Harry is this docile man who has no responsibility, nothing. He's just being dragged from one country to another and has no say. And he's conniving. African American woman is taking him away from his country and his grandma. And somehow this is all her fault. That is misogynoir to their exactly. team. She yes. they hate black and um, they hate black women generally. I know. And they have projected all of their anger on Harry. But one thing that comes across, mm. Harry is the dream man i know oh i was about to say god. like oh my god what a man like it, imagine somebody who like because there's so many men i feel like there's so many men grown up adults who don't understand this concept of like when you get married and it, hopefully it's when you get married and have children but let's say when you have a family yeah. that family that you have now created that is now your immediate family and the family you grow up with is now your extended family, and family yeah. when it's about your protecting your family it's not about running around with grandmother and what your daddy and what your brother wants it's about protecting your immediate family which is your wife and your children and that is what he's doing he's putting them first he's saying she, they are not protecting her they are being toxic towards her and he took them away and far as far away from yeah. the close as that family as he can protecting his immediate family and branching away from his extended family as a man should and as his responsibility and it is just absolutely beautiful to see it's it really so is. beautiful like i was it's so impressive and i know we shouldn't be surprised for men doing what men should be doing i mean the bar is in hell how the bar is in hell and my god is he shining like he even you said where you're saying like he's that is his now immediate family as soon as you get married your wife is your family and yeah. obviously you are her family you guys are joined up you decide to share a life together that for all the Somali and Sudanese mother-in-laws in there yes when he gets married he's no longer your family <laughs> that man now has another woman as the number one in his life please understand please and, and that has now I think somehow culturally eroded away completely yeah. that your wife and your children are your family and they are the people you should be protecting at all costs 
and I think people are acting so surprised because I think that is not the norm anymore exactly and it's like how is he not why is he treating his family this way and it's like Megan and his child are his family yeah the rest (laughs) he is treating them like a party (laughs) that is his family (laughs) it's again like just treating her as this like interloper and this outsider when it's like dude that's his wife and the mother of his child (laughs) if he's not going to protect her who else is he going to protect exactly and obviously he he clearly knows what has happened to a woman in his life who was not protected by that family he knows what like lacking when they were talking about the security stuff i get that i obviously don't like the idea of rich people getting our money to get security but he wasn't born into he was he didn't choose he was born into that archie does need it like if you think about the vitriol that is directly towards them harry is particularly triggering because his mom lost security as soon as they she divorced Charles, and as soon as she divorced Charles, we happened. clearly knew we clearly know what happened afterwards. And not like less than two years they divorced, she died. So yeah. he is obviously still scarred by that experience and knows what the consequences of it is, and wants to make sure the woman he decided to marry doesn't happen that doesn't happen to her nor that happens to his child it's somehow surprising to people and my god like the absolute hoops and gymnastics that i've seen to try and justify like people who obviously know that reality and know that obvious fact and try and justify it in the weirdest way the most ridiculous one i've heard is like oh that princess diana wouldn't have wanted this princess diana who died absolutely dogged by the media what's it called and died because she didn't have enough protection by the monarchy would not have wanted harry to break away when this was being done to his wife why because she was a monarchist and she believed that the monarchy should survive and that's why what harry is doing is actually damaging the monarchy so again that's why princess diana who died because of the (laughs) media's actions would not have wanted this and literally i was just listening to that interview it's like in what world do you think this is actually like even but you know what like kind of moving away from the whole royalist agenda because at the end of the day you know it doesn't matter to our personal lives neither of us are british people we are not exactly we don't really you pray taxes in britain but that's a different issue exactly. but yeah we, taxation we, without we representation how huh? <laughs> <laughs> bitch you can vote <laughs> we can vote <laughs> i can't i can vote in the european elections but i can't vote like in british elections yes you can you have to register yourself yes you can because I, I can, can I vote. I registered to vote, but I can't vote in British elections. You can't, you can't vote like you didn't, you could, you couldn't vote for the European election. I mean, the European exiting European Union. Yeah. You can vote on that. No, no, no. Actual like, general can... elections, you can. Oh. Yeah. Sad, but anyway, it like what, what I'm saying is, like royal family, <laughs> royal family. At the end of the day, doesn't matter. What does matter in our personal lives is this idea of being an outsider and this idea of like being treated like shit by your family, in-laws, not not your own family. I mean, with your own family, that's a different issue. Being treated like shit by your family in-laws. Um, and I've heard a lot of, you know, are you team Harry and Meghan? Are you team the Queen? Are you team William? Uh, I'm team marrying somebody who looks like you so you don't have to deal with any of the shit. Wow, that's just like a direct attack on me. That's, no. <laughs> wow. Where did you get that? <laughs> oh, I see. You're one of those swallow types. Is that right? Huh? <laughs> oh, I see what's going on here. This is one of those. Ooh, I've hit enough. No, as I say. No, as I do. <laughs> 
no, what I'm saying is I, that is definitely the team that I am on because I mean, and oh, by the way, I would love to hear from the married sisters and the married Somalian girls who like aren't childish as fuck and actually settle down in life <laughs> and have families going for them. Obviously you deal with a lot of tensions from the in-laws, especially the mother-in-laws, the, you know, the ones that not, are not quite letting go of their sons enough. You deal with all of that tension, but there's a difference between dealing with those kind of frictions you know, in, in, with the in-laws and, and dealing with the, that on top of the fact that they think you're an outsider and they think that you're lesser than because of your birth. And every single day they're whispering in the man's ear, leave her, she's lesser than you, leave her, she's lesser than you, leave her, she's lesser than you, which is what Meghan Markle or anybody in an interracial relationship has to deal with. Which is why I say, yes, you're always going to have conflict with your in-laws, but there's no need to make it harder for yourself. Just marry somebody who looks like you. <laughs> I will not be taking that advice. Oh, much uh, <laughs> and having said that, of course, like it will be the biggest irony when I end up not doing that. <laughs> you can play this episode of the podcast on my, I will on my play wedding. Episode <laughs> on your wedding. Me and your sister will have this on speakers and be like, this is our speech you know when the system when <laughs> bridesmaids make their speech this will be my speech <laughs> sudan doesn't even have bridesmaids so. i don't care <laughs> you can be just a guest of honor a silent guest of honor <laughs> i will be allowed a guest of honor <laughs> but no yeah so like what do you think about that well like just you know stick to your own so you don't have to deal with this bs i have i have one approach and that approach is the one i will take with it his mom looks exactly like me or doesn't look like me. Which is what? Which is have boundaries. You cannot, first and foremost, do not marry a mama's boy. Do not yes. marry a man who cannot see the difference between the role his mom plays as his a figure mentor, distant family, not a distant, but distant-ish family member and the woman he decides to marry and spend his life with and have his children with that like if he cannot make the separation between the two you my darling are entering a very dangerous territory there is no saving grace for you and there's no advice i can give you they just look forward to a lifetime emotionally competing with his mother good luck this is game of thrones for you make the best (laughs) of it i'm not here for it i Will make, I would hopefully marry someone who is emotionally healthy and <laughs> understands the separation between the two and who I can then have a very healthy but a distant relationship with. Like, I don't do this whole thing where you call your mother-in-law your mother. First oh, of all, no. <laughs> Rukul Yaman and Hassan is alive and well and she will cut my head off if I call another woman my mother. She is there. I have a father. I have a mother. I'm not from orphanage. Like, you know, I was found as a full human being. You should treat me as such. And I'm not going to call another woman my mother. I'm not, do- I'm not doing, I'm not doing anything to make you feel like that somehow we have to be attached by the hip. Like there's none of yeah. that. Right? There's over familiarity, this whole mixing the boundaries, not understanding, you know, she is not your mom. She's your mother-in-law. You only have yeah. a relationship with her because you married this man and that's it. And not recognizing that. As, as long as you're fully conscious of that. You're going to be one of those daughter-in-laws that literally does the Meghan Mark. But like as soon as she gets married, she runs off with the man Absolutely. <laughs> to a different continent. And every time she, the, and every time the mom tries to call her son, you pick up the phone. You're like, what do you want? <laughs> <laughs> He's busy. <laughs> but no, like it, I think, I think it's a lot of, I'm not, I'm not blaming anyone, but I think a lot of the time people who I see have problems with their mother-in-laws are generally people who have been over familiar 
with their mother-in-laws if you start treating her like she has this huge influence over your life and over the immediate family and your, your you and your husband's life then clearly she's going to have a lot to say it's literally, it's literally setting the tone from day one it's so exactly. important to say the first few months or the first few years of a relationship are so important because from there you're setting the tone like from the first you know i think you should paint the bedroom this color like why are you going to be sleeping in it <laughs> no <laughs> how about you shut the fuck up <laughs> not in that tone <laughs> Wow. <laughs> we will get divorced in a hobby. Not in that tone, obviously. Oh my god. Don't give the woman a heart attack. But like, yes, that is very much the mindset of like, no, 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 no. You've had your marriage, you've had your situation, and yeah. you've dealt with that. Now it's my turn. Please butt out. Oh but my yeah. god, that actually reminds me. Someone also told me once that one thing you should keep an eye out for is that if your husband's parents are married because well, yeah obviously yeah but if they are not married yeah she has free time yeah of course <laughs> the more free time she has the more nagging and more complaints and more of course you are going to have as long as she <laughs> as long as she, like, this is not blaming anyone but yeah. if she's if she's single and living on her own and she has yeah, one yeah. or two children my god and she only has one son oh, oh she has one son you are dead you might as well leave that boy <laughs> you want to know you want to know this is so shady but do you want to know like what's it called whenever my mom gets like annoyed at some of our relatives and she's like they do something shitty and she's just like mm, well of course she's a divorced woman or like she's a single woman oh. and she only has one daughter she has nothing better to do and then just starts going in and it's like dude it's not, it's not that it's i think it's it's, it's true though it's, true. it's, it's partly true but it's also partly because i think especially if a woman grows older and she mm. has has been on her own for a very long time and the only real people she has in her life are her children mm. it becomes a lot of emotional attachment and even yeah. if they are kind of happy that their sons are married they are not necessarily ever going to be happy that they are marrying you as a person whoever you might be so I have never like I have seen some aunties who are such a lovely people like down and turn into absolute monsters the second they have like daughter-in-laws oh my god like my mom's yeah. friends Same. are they're such a nicest people in the world they're so lovely to me they're lovely to our family we know them for like we have known them for years and years and years and the minute their son gets married they have an issue with the girl before they have seen in some cases i know like I've seen that not just with 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 mother's friends. I've seen that with very close family relatives as well, yeah, and it was like very jarring to see who just like the loveliest aunties, the loveliest uncles, and then the second daughter-in-laws and, and sons-in-laws get involved. And sometimes it's like, like undealt trauma. Sometimes it's undealt trauma. Sometimes it's a trauma they have experienced from their mother-in-law, like back when they married their husband, and that has kind of they feel like it's a rite of passage. Whereas yeah. me, how I say. It's not here to suffer. I am gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna have a hard border <laughs> with just checks and balances. I have yes. two parents in this world. If you wanna have a fight with someone, you go have a fight with my mom. Don't yeah. You know me. the weird thing is, you know the weird thing is, I've seen like obviously there's also that mindset of I feel like this is more of a Western mindset yeah. than uh, you know uh, our countries, shall we say? But there's definitely the Western mindset. This idea of like as soon as you get married, you now belong to the husband's family. Yeah. Holidays are over on their side now, and I'm just like, that's very strange. <laughs> First of all, no, your family is still alive, and you still, you know, you should still spend holidays with them, spend time with them. And another thing, I've seen girls do that that aren't even married; they're just dating. Yeah, as in like no the validation. 
yeah it's like and it's like the boyfriend like they're always going over to the boyfriend like for christmas easter whatnot and it's just like yeah first of all you don't do that just because you're married doesn't mean you now belong to the family and you don't have a family of your own you're an orphan and second of all you're not even married you're just dating <laughs> that man hasn't even made you a wife and you're out here treating him and his family like he's your husband and there's just something really sad about that <laughs> but anyway just trying to get a male validation it's just trying to is this whole thing trying to prove yourself to be wifey and uh, someone's worth marrying? Like, sir, if you don't, you won't have to. It's just get out of my life and then leave it at that because it doesn't it doesn't get you any brownie points. And I think lots yeah. of women have internalized that feeling where they think if they do X, Y, Z, and if you if you act like this or oh my god, there's always a conversations about this that I see that oh, if you go to your mother-in-law's house, you should help her in the kitchen. Hell no, I'm a guest. <laughs> what the hell? What I've already helped enough in my mother's kitchen. You think I'm gonna go? I've already served my sentence. <laughs> no. I'm just gonna tell her I'm a vegetarian, Auntie. Do you want some curry? Do you want some chickpea curry? <laughs> Otherwise, leave me alone. Just like go to little, buy a dessert, and be like, this is my contribution. You're welcome. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, those conversations like always they, they are, those are conversations that people have from places they have unhealthy relationship with their families because i know i can verify it's unhealthy because i know i have a brother if my mom ever said something like that to my potential sister-in-law or treated her like that there is me Aisha, Hannah, we will all check her like yes but like this completely unacceptable and you should yeah. never accept it and i don't think my mom would ever ever treat my potential sister not like that like i cannot i know my mom doesn't even do that to be honest because like there was this one time and oh i, I hope not of my i think relatives. she would just be glad that my brother got married she was like no, no. <laughs> i hope not my i honestly hope none of my relatives listen to this but like basically it was this one time where like my mom was on my dad's side of the family so like her in-laws basically and they were going to this wedding and then um the wedding that they didn't hire anybody to clean the dishes yeah. and they basically the dishes were piled up and the idea was anybody who comes over as a guest it wasn't a wedding wedding it was like one of the wedding celebrations the 500 other occasions and the idea was every time you go there you should wash like i don't know like 20 dishes or whatever and everybody does a little bit and everybody helps each other out and my mother showed up and was just like nah i'm a guest i'm not doing that yeah, it's, it's such a like i don't know it's like, Hold on. expect a guest or someone who comes to your house to help you out with, with yeah your and my mom I, was just like no i would be so offended that i would be no, so we're doing it and my mom was just like no not, not about that life yeah. <laughs> came here as a guest gonna enjoy the food enjoy the company and then i'm gonna go i'm good yeah that's just it's strange and i'm just like yes mama. people's, people's yes. family dynamics are so strange and uh, yeah the best thing the best the thing, thing to so deal with it is just to avoid it yeah the thing you said about like the brown nosing and the male validation though it's like it's really sad that you say that because that's clearly the route that kate middleton has taken getting getting back to the royalty yeah. side of things like but that's clearly the exception you can Sorry? get Mel. her one is the exception because what she's marrying the future king you're marrying abdid around the corner <laughs> it's not the same like it's not the same is she trying to get validation from the queen of england and her kids are <laughs> the future if you're marrying abdullah ibn abdullah you're fine like, don't do that <laughs> won't be washing and cooking <laughs> a random guy <laughs> around the corner don't do that for his mom <laughs> from the internet cafe next door oh <laughs> no. my god 
Oh my god! I if I ever heard no, anyone <laughs> ever doing that, I would drag them by the no, head. But still, you know, here's the thing. Like, yes, Queen of England, and yes, obviously she's marrying into a prestigious family. But I think it's still really sad, and especially again getting back to the royal side of things, where they were comparing what's it called, um, Kate Middleton and um, what's it called, and Meghan Markle, obviously. And there was very much coming away with this idea that Kate Middleton is more prestigious, she's more classy, she's more this. And first of all, like obviously, you know, we know one reason. Why why they think Kate Middleton is better but yeah. other than that like they always came away with this criticism of like Meghan Markle is a D-list or a C-list celebrity and yeah. I was just here like yeah guess what so are the royals so are the royals exactly <laughs> you think anybody here is like lining up to go get an autograph from, autograph from Prince Andrew or like I, Princess Margaret or <laughs> no Megan a bit trashy because Megan's dad is trash Megan's dad is trash but like Megan herself I'm talking about Megan, Megan herself, herself is not first of all she has a career which is more than Kate Middleton had. Like, literally, she graduated from university and just waited around for yeah, winning to perform, which is really sad. Kate yeah. Middleton, well, not Kate Middleton, sorry, Meghan Markle, she has a job. She, she had a job. She had a career. She had something going in her life, more than any of the royals did. And, yeah, like, she literally had something going on for herself. And when it comes to ce- ce- celebrity status, I would argue she even had more than them. Like, the only person who was kind of, like, not notorious, but like kind of famous out of the family was Prince William when he was younger and good looking. That was the only reason. Like he was good looking. He was a babe. And he, and he, still had his, he still had his hair. Yeah. And then, yeah, he was good he looking. Aged for badly. He aged very badly. All of the lying and the racism cinched back his hairline. And there we go. And now, like, literally, there's none of them that's like. Have you ever noticed that evil men are bold? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Nice oh, and by the way, that comment about his skin tone, 100% it was William that made it. Yes, 100 Oh my God. 100%. Who do you think it is? I absolutely... 100% William. Oh, and by the way, every time I say William, just assume that I'm saying William and Kate, because Kate, Kate has no personality outside of being married to William. So whenever I say William, I also mean William okay. and Kate, yeah. just for the record. Because a lot of being people petty as fuck, Charles, I know. but I don't think it's Charles. I, 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 don't, I don't underestimate how evil Charles is, but Charles at least is harry's father he to minimum minimum has little bit of respect for his own blood William, i don't think he does i, I don't think, think he does i think he really he live it does partly because he himself is a bit rebellious from general royal tendencies i mean the way he treated diana to be honest like i don't think he has very much empathy I, for his I, I, I don't, i'm not trying to but, redeem him at all but yeah I think, yeah i think there's a difference between treating your own blood say your own son even if he's your second son little bit mm. trash. <laughs> I, I, I even if he's the spare one <laughs> even he is a spare one that's why they have two kids because the first uh, guarantee and if he dies there's a second one <laughs> yeah, like, that's why they have two boys but yeah essentially i think even if he's a really evil and i don't underestimate how bad he is as a person but i do think i, I but i do think generally that I think he has a little bit of remorse for for his own son and for his own grandchild, but William does not. And there's so much evidence to show that he clearly doesn't. doesn't I would not be surprised that it's him and it's him or Kate. It's both of them. Those two. Again, Kate doesn't have enough of personality. It's both of them together. But here's the thing. Honestly, if it was, what's it called? If it was uh, Charles, I don't think it would matter. 
because I feel like Charles and obviously Philip as well, by extension, are old enough to the point where it's like, okay, they belong to the previous generation. It's too lo- it's too late for them now. Yeah. <laughs> like they ha- they just grew up in a very racist time and there's just, you know, there's no helping that. Still yeah. shitty, but just trying, like, it's like your senile grandpa. You don't try and tell them, no, 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 you don't call her sweetheart anymore. You call her young lady grandpa, yeah. please. You know, it's like, you just let it go. It's too late. But for William, because William, it would be a problem because he's young enough to know better, but he's still a racist piece of shit. So it's like, yeah it's william 100 percent. i think so too i think it's william yeah yeah anyway well racist family is racist no surprise there and uh avoid trying to marry a racist guy then um avoid trying to marry somebody who doesn't look like you i stand by what i said oh my this is so not about me so i'm just not gonna i'm not gonna take it oh yeah right oh yeah right i'm gonna be there at your wedding when you marry (laughs) farah from the internet cafe next door (laughs) where's the swelling now (laughs) where's it at Where's the Irish guy you told us about? Oh wow! Okay, this is the end of it. See you guys in my next episode. No, that is that is true. But yeah, no. Any closing remarks? Uh, nothing else for me. I just think we live in a racist, sexist society, and the royal family has demonstrated that. And there's nothing that we didn't already know. But if you are surprised, if you are somehow you know taken back by this clearly you have been living under a rock yeah so enjoy the show because there's nothing else here for you yeah uh closing remarks here is again the most important takeaway for me was that dynamic between kate middleton and Meghan markle this is how certain women of a certain uh caucus (laughs) behave (laughs) in certain settings and just keep that in mind that's it yeah well anyway catch you next one Catch you next time. That's all we had. Have all a right. lovely weekend and uh, I will see you. Next and Sunday. please, please give us your feedback. We love to hear it. Yes, please tell us what you think, even if you disagree. I may or may not block you, but give it a go. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> all right then. Cheers. Bye. Bye bye.